Hello and welcome to Give Mike a Mic Reloaded. Reload it, reload it, reload it. Right, I'll do it again. <clears throat> Someone says clap those cheeks. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Omar, do you know what Gen Z is? Is that like Generation Zoro? Yeah. Generation <laughs> <Zorro>. <laughs> I had a feeling so, I heard that somewhere. Gener <laughs> Generation Zoro, yeah. Um, that's where everybody watches Zoro all day and they all wear masks. Oh, hell yeah, bro. Masks. I'm yeah, in, I'm in. And now it's time for your host of Give Mike a Mic Reloaded, Michael, Michael Vivaldi! Happy Halloween, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god all right welcome to another episode of give my come mic reloaded happy halloween motherfuckers <laughs> we're here we're live we're live motherfucker. Motherfucker. beat me up motherfucker uh <laughs> Welcome to this episode of Get Mike a Mike Reloaded. Uh, I'm here, obviously, with my friends and compadres. I have Omar to my left and Alex to my right. How are you fellows doing this evening? What is up, motherfuckers? I'm very sad right now, actually. Oh, why? Because we're going to talk about this movie right now, and it's, it's the end, bro. I've been Nito. Very sad. Hold on. Say it again. <laughs> Daniel Craig, you're the greatest Bond of all time, and I fucking love you, man. Alec, guys. He's back from his grave. It's James Bond, guys. Back from his grave? No. <laughs> James Bond will return. James Bond will return in uh, Fast 10. As a black man or a black woman? Fast 10. Oh, my God. In Fast 10. James Bond. <laughs> no explanation. I don't have friends. I got, I got family. <laughs> exactly. James Bond returns. Ten, 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 ten. I don't got friends. I got James Bond. I got James Bond. <laughs> I got James Bond, motherfucker. Oh, uh, so welcome to our episode of, of Give Mike a Mike. We're going to be talking about, of course, the most wonderful movie of 2021. No Time to Die, the 007 Daniel Craig epic saga finale. Uh, we had a lot to say about this movie. We had a lot to talk about this movie. We had a lot of emotions. We had happy. We had sad. We had uh, mad. We were, we were mad. I don't think we were mad. I don't think I was mad through the entire movie at all. But we're going to hear be here uh, talking about it. But of course, before we do that, let's go through some housekeeping. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast anyway you're listening to your favorite shows, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and Amazon Music. We're also on iHeartRadio. I forgot to say that. And please give us that five-star review on Apple because I am, of course, a five-star man. Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Give Mike a Mike, and share this podcast with all your lovely friends and family. Check out our bookshop.org affiliate link in the description of this episode. You'll see our favorite books and what we're reading now. See our curated list, of course. And when you purchase your books, proceeds of your purchase will go right back to the local independent bookshop owners in your area. This is 
the final curtain call for Daniel Craig as James Bond, as a titular James Bond here. Titular. 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 <laughs> however you want to say. Titular. James Bond. Daniel Craig has played James Bond since Casino Royale, which premiered November 14th, 2006. We are, of course, heading into November of... Uh, we're of course heading into <laughs> November of 2021. So you think about it. He has been James Bond for 15 years. Of course, he's had other movies between uh, James Bond. He did a couple of Star Wars cameos, Lucky Logan or Logan Lucky, whatever it's called. Uh, lots of movies that he's done, Knives of out. course, but Knives Out. But his, of course, most popular role has been as James Bond. And we got the pleasure to see him through all of his movies. A lot of times we saw it in theaters. Sometimes we did not. But uh, we were able to see No Time to Die. Omar, you did see it in the theater, right? Yeah, I saw all of them in theaters. Yeah, because I think No Time to Die was, uh, is, is a theater exclusive, correct? Only. It's not true. Yep. So, of course, it'll be probably available to rent at some point in the next uh, few weeks if it's not available when this recording already starts. But... Uh, go out there and and really watch this movie. Uh, we're, it's a, it's a long movie. It's close to three hours long. It's almost like a Avengers Endgame uh, deal with this movie. So we're not going to get too deep into this review, but we did want to go ahead and give you our thoughts and how we felt about the movie, how we feel about Daniel Craig as James Bond, maybe what's next for next for the series, and of course uh, some of the characters here that were controversial that. Maybe Omar didn't like too much. <laughs> We're gonna have Alex and Omar fight. Ding, 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 Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, so I mean, there's a lot of elements, obviously, that that connect to from movie to movie. Um, Madeline Swan, of course, is one of them that connected from Spectre over to uh, No Time to Die. Basically, that love interest of James Bond. Um, so we open the movie, of course. Uh, James Bond and Madeline are vaca- are vacationing or living somewhere. I don't know where the fuck they're they're at. somewhere in Matera, I think it was called. Uh, and basically, it goes back to the original Casino Royale. He visits the grave of Vesper to get you know some type of closer show so he can move on. That's where he gets attacked by assassins from uh, we presume Spectre, and they attack James Bond. They have this amazing chasing like this opening chasing was was phenomenal i mean right off the bat before the credits even rolled like it was such a great chasing with the cars the motorcycles shooting all that stuff the emotion that you felt when james bond felt like he was betrayed by madeline like that connection was amazing it's phenomenal like you felt it um so that's how they open the movie. And of course, there's always a, a great big opening for a James Bond movie before it hits the credits and then the credits roll and you get the animated sequences, the amazing uh, song, of course, which we've had. Um, uh, what's her name? What's his name? The um, one that did last year. Well, we had Adele that, who did that Skyfall. One, that one was good. Uh, well, Sam, Ad- Smith. Adele did that. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Sam, Sam Smith, Smith was amazing. Uh, Billy, the, the, and then Billy Eilish. Eilish. Yeah. She was uh, like I liked it. Not, I, but the, but there was really I mean Did you watch like, it? Did you watch it in Dolby Omar or did you watch it regularly? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it in a good theater. 
I feel mm. like the Wait. sound quality in Dolby was just like you could hear like every little the instrument, the no, orchestral no, no. elements think, of it. I yeah. just think the song wasn't like as energetic as other songs we heard before. You know, I mean, I like, guess because she's not an energetic. I guess energetic, I, I know, no, I know, but like the emotion behind it, I can. A lot of yeah. I could definitely feel the emotion. Yeah, well, it yeah. felt like the end. It exactly. felt like, like yeah. it felt mm-hmm. like this is a sad movie, which it mm-hmm. was. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. So after the credits roll and you got that chase scene, it then cuts to five years later, where James Bond is living in uh, hiding. I guess you could say uh, somewhere like I don't. Living I don't know where life, it was. Bro. It looked like Jamaica. I'm, I'm like some, some beach I want to go to. I don't know. He was a beach bum. Yeah, he was a beach bum. Um, and then, of <laughs> course, we're reintroduced to different um, characters from his past, including Felix. If you remember, Felix, yes. he's played by our Watcher. number one, <laughs> our number one actor from things such as Westworld, uh, the What If series in on Marvel, uh, Jeffrey Wright. We love that guy. Uh, he's I'm a big fan of his. He's, honest, he's, he's, in a, he's in a lot of things, yeah, man. Sure. Love the guy, man. Um, Jim Gordon, man. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Batman. That's right. Mm-hmm. The Batman, yeah. So, of course, we're introduced to him. He comes to James Bond and asks him, hey, can you help us out with uh, something that's happening? We had a, a MI6 laboratory that was attacked and some weapon was i think it was called project hercules or heracles something like that it's a bioweapon that has like little microbots that infect people that you know get infected by it like so like you can target you could target specific groups of people based, based on like their, their DNA. dna and that right, was right. weird that was so weird but whatever i love it that was some yeah i mean it's that was like that an was extreme. Some, that was some James Bond. Like that was definitely six, some old school. 60, 60s mentality yeah. of, of technology. Yeah, I'll allow it. I'll Here's allow a nanobot. Yeah, yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it because it, <laughs> it's mean, a high. Whatever, right? There were times where I was confused. I'm like, wait, who touched who? Did he touch them? Me too. Are they allowed to touch? <laughs> are they allowed to touch each other? Like, what happens? Who's touching who? I don't know. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff just by touch. Um, but of course, you know, James Bond says yes, I will help. And cool. Let's let's get back into it. So he does the Jane Bond shit. They travel to Cuba. Uh, in Cuba, Mr. Bond meets uh, Paloma, a CIA agent who is played oh by. Oh my listen, god! It. Put your boner away, okay? Omar, too I don't late. See it. I, I just I spooch everywhere. Listen, <laughs> listen. She, she that girl should have been. The like the main like character in the whole movie. Okay, not so the other chick, bro. Alex, I believe oh, after we saw, my God. after we watched this movie, what did we say? Like we're like all these fanboys online are fucking crying tear like tear jerking, tear jerking each other yep. with their right, tears because right, right. they just want this this girl in it. I think for the amount of time that she's in the movie, it was fine. I think she gave us give you a nice little tease and she gave you like a fucking badass like 15 minutes of the movie yeah that like she was epic you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna say i would be but at the end of the day she was more supposed to be a catalyst in a sequence of events that was happening in the movie Mm. which just happens all the time in james bond movies but i guess in this situation because people were so infatuated at how good looking she is and i get it you know she's a really fucking hot attractive girl she was a a good character i just like her her, her personality her personality yeah she's very funny 
She was yeah. a great addition to it. But I think about like how Felix was introduced and it was kind of that same thing. Like they had a one sequence in the original movie and then he was gone, you know, like so they could always bring her back in, in the future if they decided right. to, you know. Oh, I think so. I think she'll she'll make a comeback, to be honest. So she's one of those but characters. She had a great sequence of like the fight sequence she the did was, was amazing. Yeah, I, the bar. I follow her on social media, so I was watching all her like behind the scenes of training and like all the stuff that went into it, and it was pretty fucking badass. Bro, you know, yeah. you know, it was it was him, Dana Craig, that wanted her here. Oh, 100 percent. After he loved, he knives loved out, I think yeah, 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 yeah. Out, yeah. that was a really good yeah. bond for them. Exactly. Like, so. man, yeah, I'm glad. No they pun intended. Was... Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad they brought her back because that girl, that girl's hot, man. And I don't mean like physically; I mean like as an actress. Oh yeah, no, she's amazing. You know, she's amazing. Yeah. She's got a bright future, and I'm glad yeah. she's not with Ben Affleck anymore for sure. Wait, I forgot about that. They oh, were there was a baby. Yeah. Ew. <sighs> I know. Okay, Terrible. Yeah, I hate that guy. Oh. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking but, about that. He's man, back with J- okay, J-Ho, but, so it's okay. But I can't hate Ben Affleck, man. Like he's dating her, and then oh, dated no, Jennifer no, Lopez. Like, come on, he oh, likes these Latin yeah, women, she bro. Left, like, she bro. left him, so she was the smart one in that situation. I can't, I can't uh, fucking fault Ben Affleck, bro. He's, he's, he's getting he, all these he, Latin he showed, women. He showed her, he showed her where he, where he hides he's, all the bodies. He Maybe likes to be Ben Affleck is the real life James Bond, you know? <laughs> yeah, Ben Affleck is the James Bond of a uh, Latin woman. I'm yeah. telling you, bro. Oh man, that's hilarious, bro. Loves but, yeah, yeah, no, but she did good. Go on now, Mike. She yeah. did great, yeah. So uh, Bond goes to Cuba to find, you know, to to uncover what's happening at that moment. He is uh, at this party with all these Specter people, and uh, what's his name? The uh, I, I forgot the, the the bad guy's name itself, but Christoph Waltz, who plays oh my god, what's his bad guy? Uh, by Blofeld, like blowjob. Yeah, yeah, blowjob. Yeah. Like his last name is really <laughs> his last name is really hard to say though. I'm, I'm I'll be honest. It with was you. weird. Blofeld? It was like yeah. blow something. It was like, like blowjob. Oh, yeah. We'll call him blowjob, blowjob for the rest of this blowjob. podcast. So that's fine. <laughs> so blowjob is over here with he uses some dude's eye, or okay. His blowjob's eye got like blown up, or yeah, from Spectre, right? So he has a pretend eye, and he gives that eye to some other guy who doesn't have an eyeball either. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna see what this guy guy sees all the time." So blowjob is talking to all these Spectre people <laughs> in their ears, and like at this party, like, "Hey, we're gonna take over the world," blah blah blah, like all this 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 crap that he's talking. And then he sees James Bond through the eye, and he's like, "James, we're glad you're here." I have your DNA out. Uh, now I'm going to fucking kill you because I have your DNA and now nanobots are going to murder you. In the background, there's a lab assistant who, or the lab guy, the funny lab guy. He was actually really funny. I like this guy. Uh, for a bad guy. I'm like, oh, this guy's hilarious. He's like so, cheesy Bond villain. Super cheesy. Yeah. Super exactly. cheesy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he reverses the technology and basically kills everyone except James Bond that's in there. Um, then there's a whole sequence of events. Of course, we see the Guana just kick ass everywhere and James Bond's kicking ass everywhere. People are just kicking ass. And we got to figure out like what, what's happening, what is going on. So this brings us back to, you know, M to all this uh, shit that's happening back in M knows something. We don't know what he knows, but he knows something. Uh, so James Bond is like, listen, I need to talk to Blowjob. Like, get me in a room with Blowjob and I want Blowjob. <laughs> so Blowjob 
It's like <laughs> we're gonna get, we're gonna get an appointment with Blowjob. Uh, M's like, go ahead and talk to Blowjob with Madeline, and he hasn't seen Madeline in five years because of the betrayal that was in his mind. Like Madeline did this bullshit, so he talked to Blowjob, and before they talked to Blowjob, we're introduced to a character from Madeline Swan's past. Uh, this guy, of course, is played by Rami Malek. Uh, he plays what's this guy's name? He had a weird Satan. Like, like, sum it up in you. Satan. It, it's Lucifer. Lucifer. Satan. Basically. Pretty much. It's crazy. That's an insane name. I don't know how that fucking happens. So he's a terrorist leader on a revenge mission against Spectre. Against Spectre, who later becomes Bond's new adversary by coming to conflict with him and Swan. He killed Madeline Swan's, uh, went to kill Madeline Swan's family and the oh, entire family the back then, but ended up killing the mom. The dad wasn't there. The dad was out of town on work. And then uh, <laughs> she ends up, <laughs> she ends up, I think, shooting him at one point and then runs out into the ice. She falls on the ice as a child and then he helps her up because he has this bond, uh, no pun intended, with this mm-hmm. girl. Uh, Madeline Swan, who later grows up to be this person. So, anyways, fast forward many, many years. Madeline Swan is now a doctor or a psychiatrist, whatever. Rami Malik, Satan, comes in and he's like, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to put this perfume on and touch freaking blowjob. So she puts <laughs> it on and he's like, you know, we obviously know that she is employed by this guy to try to kill blowjob. She backs up. Uh, James Bond has this really intense uh, confrontation with Blowjob, like really emotional. Like he's trying to keep everything intact. In and I love Daniel Craig for this because he's emotional and intense and he can be funny. He can smile. He has a smile on his face as well, like a little smirk. But he changes gears in like an instant, like in the middle of this interrogation. Loved it. Um, anyways, he, I think, touched Madeline Swan at some point just brushed by her and then he goes in to choke blowjob so he has blowjob by the neck and like he's really shaking that blowjob and then blowjob dies because he touched swan so blowjob is dead at that point there's no more blowjob blow exploded yeah, yeah. blowjob exploded <laughs> <laughs> blowjob exploded and that happened uh and then we get into more of the James Bond story. They go to James Bond, I think, is trying to find out who this guy is as well. Ends up with Madeline Swan in like their old childhood home and finds that there's this cute little girl that's in there who Madeline says is not James Bond's, but later on we find out that it is the daughter of James Bond. So James Bond has beautiful a, blue eyes. Beautiful which is, blue eyes. Which is, which is funny because, yeah, the Daniel Craig eyes. Um, yeah. Madeline, yeah. Madeline tells um, him, oh, don't worry, that's not your daughter. Yeah. And, and, the, and then later on, he has to find out the truth through freaking Rami Malik. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, <laughs> like, oh, oh, well, I mean, I kind of knew that was I my daughter. I think he knew as well. I think James Bond knew. Whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> There's no way you don't know. Like, that's my kid. Like, it looks like yeah, fucking exactly eyes, like me bro. get out of here. What the heck? Yeah, exactly. There's no way. No way. So, uh, James Bond finds out he has a daughter. Um, then they are now on track to find Rami Malik, his character, Satan. 
um, because he still is trying to do this whole thing with the nanobots. And instead of just Spectre, we thought it was just like, hey, oh, I'm going to kill Spectre. No, he wants to kill the entire freaking world. Like he's trying to do a Thanos thing. He's like, there's millions of people that, yeah. There's millions of people that I want to infect. So I'm getting all these DNA profiles from everybody and we're going to infect the entire world this way. That's going to be this. Like Omar said, it's like an old cheesy 1960s it's like James Hitler, Bond. It's like Hitler. <laughs> like Hitler, yeah, basically. Yeah. What? So anyways, James Bond <laughs> then goes to this island where the operations are <laughs> happening with 007, the other 007, the female 007 they go in infiltrate james bond has some amazing fight scenes in stairways and in on the beach somewhere he gets into a garden rami malik kidnaps madeline swan kidnaps the uh the daughter and stuff like that and there's so much emotion like it's funny because i don't think rami malik his character didn't do anything for more than half of this movie. And then the last 45 minutes, he decides to show up and be a bad guy. Yeah, he was never there. So I think that's when I, when I talk to Omar or when I hear Omar talk about the bad guy and how useless he was, I understand that part because he really didn't do anything until that last maybe quarter of the movie or third of the movie. You know what I'm saying? He, he made his presence not known whatsoever. Very background... Like something's happening in the back, but we don't know exactly what, as far as Spectre's concerned. But he did kill all of the Spectre people mm-hmm. in that sequence that yeah. you're talking about. Just like but we don't know that until much later. No, I know, That's but I'm revealed, yeah. But I'm saying, like, when you then start to think about it later on, and they reveal it, you're like, holy shit! Like he's been behind. He's pretty ruthless. All of this, yeah. yeah like he basically ruthless. just made Spectre look like a piece of piece shit. Of shit. Like, they've been this big organization through the last four or five films. And now he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to kill you guys all off with this gas. And that's it. That's it. And that's all he had to do. That's what happens. Yeah. So, of course, James Bond, he decides he wants to save the day. And from that, we get some pretty emotional work because we know this is like James Bond's last scene in this movie. Um, he basically sacrificed himself because he gets infected with some of those nanobots and uh, Rami Malek is like, hey, this is the blood of Madeline Swan. You're no longer allowed to touch her or your daughter because you have the same DNA and now you're infected. If you touch them, they're going to die. He decides he doesn't want to live with that and he also has to do something with some doors. He has an emotional conversation with Madeline Swan while he sees these freaking missiles about to blow up the entire island he's on it says his goodbye and then uh he goes out in a massive blast of glory and that's the last we see of daniel craig as james bond um rip it was yeah rip it was it was a very emotional movie an emotional roller coaster it was one of probably the best um one of the best, if not the best, installments of Bond that I've seen um, in a long time. Outside of Skyfall, I really have to watch this movie again to see if I uh, how those two compare because Skyfall is still always long. on top of my list. But this one was a long one and also very emotionally character-driven. There was a lot of body counts in this one of people that we knew. So you think about it, it's like, man, this like where do you go from 
from here. Probably like nowhere. But we didn't want to talk too much about the movie. Of course, we're, we went through the movie, did a quick review for you guys. We didn't want to go too much into it. But some of the points that I want to talk to these guys about. Uh, first off, let's talk about James Bond himself, about Daniel Craig, his legacy. Um, what do you take away from Daniel Craig as James Bond? And what do you think is going to be the future of this James Bond uh, just future franchise? Uh, I'll start with Omar first. What 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 do you have on your mind, Daniel Craig? Oh well, Daniel Craig. Well, I mean, for me, I I thought Daniel Craig like saved James Bond because before James, this movies came out. Like for me, James Bond was beyond irrelevant, and I never cared for Pierce Brosnan movies at all. The only thing that I ironically liked, we talked about it, was the video game mm-hmm. that was also him by default because he was the James Bond back then. Uh, but his movies, they all they were all che- cheesy, 90s, like, you know, action flicks with some spy crap thrown in there. Um, but I never cared for it. Then obviously we know when, which is funny because I know people who despise Daniel Craig mm. and love Pierce Brosnan movies. Isn't that weird? Well, anyway. but Super weird. Yeah, uh, yeah but, but people are weird. Um, but... Then Casino Royale, like you, you already you already went through this, but for me they just felt so greedy. That's that's the word I like to use a lot: greedy and more just realistic. And obviously he relied a lot on his on his um martial arts and all the physicality. It, yeah. The physicality. It mm-hmm. was way different. It was way different what people were used to seeing with James Bond. By the way, that's the reason why people didn't didn't like Dino Craig because they they feel James Bond. It's all about the um the gadgets. And then the spy work and all and that, yeah, all the, the over reason, the top stuff, yeah. And now I'm going to tell you, that's probably the reason why they didn't care at the time for Spectre, because they toned down on the physicality and they brought up a lot of the gadgets. You notice mm-hmm. they got the car with the uh, with the gadgets and the watch thing, all that. He didn't use any of that stuff in the earlier movies. It was all about him basically yeah. fighting. Yeah. So, um, so I think fans were complaining and they wanted to try to satisfy everybody. And then I guess me, I mean, like I said, it's not a bad movie or even No Time to Die is not a bad movie, but they're trying to satisfy now, even the new one, both fans. If you notice, you use more gadgets in this one, a lot more than the last one too. Now this one, the car actually had a lot more things installed. And this time the car um, have bullets. In mm-hmm. the last movie, they made the joke there was no bullets installed yet because Q never got around to do it. Yeah. So And he I, said okay. it. Yeah, you said it. And, he's, and he said it, right. So, but anyway, uh, overall, complete package, I really think, I really love this James Bond. I'm glad I kind of like was brought up with this guy because I was like my early 20s when the first one came out, whatever. Um, And now, yeah, I feel it's kind of sad because I know where this is going next. I just know it. And I already heard so many rumors what they're going to do with the casting. And I just don't care for it, honestly. I mean, I'm... We'll see. You know me. I'll probably watch it because it's James Bond. But I don't think it's going to, for me, it's not going to hit the same as the Daniel Craig movies at all. Mm-hmm. So that's Alex. No, 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 no. And they, it, it kind of sucks, too, that they killed James Bond. But that was that was a Daniel Craig thing. He wanted to make sure that his character was going to die because he did. You know, Daniel Craig's uh, legacy, how he was done with James Bond since... Quantum Solace, you know that, right? I would have been too after that one. 
Well, no, because Quantum of Solace, did you remember back then that was the writer's strike in Hollywood, Mike? Yeah, yeah. It was happening at the same time. Daniel Craig had to write half, the, half of that movie himself wow. because the, that what, why I think it was so short. Because the movie, I mean, it, it, was, it was cut all over the place. You can tell. So right now, uh, that movie, once he went through that headache, bro, he was already fed up with it. And then Skyfall came out, obviously, had the budget, had the actual writers and all that. And you know he went through hell because that movie had so many. Like, he got hurt in Skyfall. And then after that, well, he, he said he's been done since Skyfall. Then Spectre came out, and they, they paid him more money for No Time to Die. But he's been done. He's been checked out for a while. Mm. So, I mean, sorry. So with this one, when he died, it felt for me, it was weird because we never seen a James Bond ever, ever die. Like die. Yeah. Like that's weird. Even my, my mom texted me. She goes, oh, because she loves Dana Craig. And she's like, I don't like that they kill James Bond. I was like kind of laughing. Like, mom, that was his decision. But whatever. I mean, it is what it is. We'll see what happens next. All right. I'm sorry. Go on, go on Alex. No, you're fine. I think. I think your point is uh, is true. Like, I think after Skyfall, a lot of people I know that I talked to were like, when they watched Spectre, they felt like he was already checked out, like just from the way he acted in the movie and mm-hmm. his mannerisms and just how he presented himself. It just didn't feel like he was in it. Right. Um, but I will say in this one, I felt like he kind of came back, like ready to finish it off strong and, and, and finish off the legacy. So, yeah. right. Right. Um, I mean, for me, it's it's kind of the same thing. I I've been watching Bondo for a while. Like I I watch all the older ones, and I watch Pierce Brosnan and and all that. Like I always like spy type movies and all that. Like Mission Impossible, or all that type of stuff. Because oh, yeah, it's just yeah. it's just cool to suspend imagination for a little bit and sort of like live through the eyes of other people and shit. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's kind of why a lot of people like watching movies in general. But um. I think from Daniel Craig's perspective, as far as a character, like you said, it was very much more grounded, a lot more grittier. Um, you can see that just in the fight sequences and the fight style that he had. It was a lot more um, hand-to-hand action than just like a playboy using a gadget. Guns. Yeah. Guns or or a, a spaceship flying uh, cars, mm-hmm. shooting everything, which to me, like I, not that I wasn't a fan of that with Pierce Brosnan, because honestly, I think if, if we're comparing the bonds, I think Pierce Brosnan did a great job as far as ushering in bond in a different medium. Like, I think as far as games are concerned, like that's what a lot of people like me and, and my friends, like we got into James Bond from games we were playing. Like, right. you know, when you're talking about GoldenEye and just GoldenEye. even beyond that, he had other games that came out afterwards. And that was kind of w- where we were introduced into it. You know, like we watched the films, they weren't as great, but the mo- the games themselves were sort of a- another way to to see the character and be the character, I guess you could say, you know. Um, but with this, but with these movies, you know, I, I definitely love the score. I love the characters, the writing. Um, the grittiness, you know, it, it felt more grounded and I'm going to miss that because honestly, I don't know where it's going to go from here. You know, I know a lot of mm-hmm. rumors and stuff like people are saying, but you just never know until it really happens until like the credits roll and the shit comes out. 
as we've talked about in, in previous episodes, like where people are promised certain things. And then when you actually watch it, it doesn't come out the way they were promised it, you know? Right. So uh, for me, I, I don't know if necessarily they would go in the direction of it being a woman. I'm not saying that that's like that I'm against that. I just don't right. think they would pull that just yet. I think it would still be a man. I, as far as the nationality, I think they're going to go in the direction more of someone that's more inclusive, like obviously probably a black man, which is fine. Um, but for me, I, I don't know if they're going to do Idris Elba. I don't. That was I, the rumor for a while. I don't think you yeah. have time. I don't think yeah. I don't think he's interested either. Because he would have I think to completely it'd be great. clear schedule. I think yeah. it'd be great, but then I also wonder if it would be another Daniel Craig situation. If like if he's really into the character, like that's the mm-hmm. thing is like you have to have. And as much as Daniel Craig's gone on record to say like maybe there's things of the character he doesn't like, if you watch interviews of him and even now on these these last press junkets and things that he's done. Like he's gotten teary eyed and emotional about it because it's mm-hmm. you're still connected to that he's person. He's passionate about the, the the movies, yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's a role that you've played for 15 years, and to me, like this is gonna be my bond for a long time. And it it kind of reminds me a lot of like Logan, like with uh, Hugh Jackman. Like I don't think there's ever gonna be a good Wolverine that's gonna take that mantle ever no, again. Not for a while. There's, there won't be for a while. And to me, like I think. I worry for Bond for that because, I mean, for me, that's my opinion. Again, as Omar said, there's a lot of people that didn't like Daniel Craig. So maybe they'll be more open to another Bond, you know, in that comparison. But to me, like, I guess that's not a good comparison because Logan is just such a fucking iconic character. And he was it for, like, more, much more years than uh, Daniel Craig. But to me, like... Right. I dove into Bond more when Daniel Craig came around compared to um, anyone before that. So for other people, I don't think they're they're on the same boat. But honestly, I feel like they've been more grounded. The, the soundtracks have been great. The action, like especially in this last one, like it just felt like a great send off. Like it was right. action front to back, you know, from the car scenes to the the fight sequences on the stairs to the choreography like everything was just like it was like a send-off you know so i guess that's why people will be like well specter wasn't worth it but it, it really was you know because i felt like it was a catalyst to this final character where you learn about bond and like how blowjobs character like michael was saying how this guy is like his dad took in bond and took care of him and like nurtured him so he feels this sense of like resentment towards his dad and he kills his dad now he's going after James because he's like, you took my father from me and that's all I ever wanted in life, you know? Right. And then going into Rami's character, I like, I don't want to talk too much. I'm going to give back obviously, but cause I know Omar was saying earlier, his character didn't really mean that much. But to me, like I felt complete opposite when I left this movie. Like I felt like as I sat in the car, I was like thinking about it. I'm like, holy shit. Like when you really think about it, his character had so much of a catalyst of Bond's decision because he had so much time to get off the island and he could have like still, you know, swam away and gotten far enough to like not got blown up from all these missiles that were coming at him. But in his mind, it was like, if I can't be with my daughter or my own, the love of my life and this new character that he's built, then my life is not worth living, you know? So he accepted that fate of like, 
just let let these bombs kill me because there's no point in me going on a life where I can't physically touch my daughter or my own the love of my life. So I think for me, like that tug on me a little more emotionally, I think, especially now that I'm like a dad, like I'm like, shit, man, what the fuck? Like now when I watch movies and they start like bringing in the dad element and like kids, I'm like, it starts to hit me a little bit differently than it, than it did before. So I don't know. That's kind of how I felt about Rami's character. Like I'd, I get that he wasn't maybe necessarily as much screen time as like Javier Bardem and, and Skyfall and all that. But like the time again that he had, like we're talking about Anna de Armas, it meant something, you know what I'm saying? Like a, there was stakes to it. And it, at, in the end he got what he wanted, you know, like he wanted Bond cool. to just, fucking just be destroyed from the inside out and that's what happened no i i know it just he was just so weird like like he kidnaps like the daughter and then he, and then she's like oh let me go like okay we'll go bye like i just like you remember that part i think that was pretty cool like he was like oh like, if you don't want protection then no i then know go. then bye and then she like walked <laughs> off like but i looked at my daughter i'm like well i never seen that before that was kind of weird that was pretty funny expecting like that like that haha i gotcha you know whatever but like, in his know. mind i guess right. in his mind he knew like because there's a part where he says this and i don't know if a lot of people catch it but mm-hmm. when he's talking to his love interest um i'm trying to remember her name right now it's uh madeline, yeah, madeline? madeline yeah. he's talking to her when they first come into the compound area and then you know she thinks like i could just run away at any point but then he like shows off that he has his blood around his neck and he's like this is my like plan b like i have something like if you decide to turn on me like there's always i have a way out i have a way to destroy you no matter what so i think in his mind like he already knew if the girl leaves and they, and they all leave that's fine but i'm still going to win in the long term you know what i'm saying because of james I, I think i think james bond like i like the the character from skyfall I mean, was Remy like he? Well, he wasn't a good fighter or anything, was he? Like I don't even no, he know didn't how fight. he got the He was bat- more like a psychological. No, it's uh, more of a psychological. Like, and James Bond should have just shut shut the guy. But that's how Javier Bardem is. He's not a. He wasn't like a like a hardcore fighter. He was just oh, very was like psychological, exactly in his approach. That's that's what I'm saying. Right. Right. I mean, so yeah. a little different. I mean, all of the all the villains. When you think about it, even Christoph Waltz is not. Of fucking no, no, he was you know, big fighter. He's been really Brody. physically imposing. Yeah. No, no. That's why he had people like Batista uh, fighting for him. They have like henchmen or oh, know, yeah. yeah, like a big guy that's Batista. gonna impose their I, will. And I could see, yeah. I could see Batista like killing James Bond. You know, he someone almost did. like that. He almost, he almost did. did. If it wasn't for freaking Madeline. Yep. Yeah, he would have been done. Done. <laughs> yeah. So my penis because I'm Batista. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's what he told James Bond. He's like, uh, suck my penis. <laughs> Did, uh, so, what was your gripe, Omar? Would you say with uh, that he wasn't physically imposing? Or was like, was that your biggest yeah, gripe? About like, it or what? I just don't. I I feel all right. I feel a movie is always as good as your bad guy, your villain. This is why why I think Infinity War Endgame was the way it was. You know, you need that antagonist that's gonna make the protagonist even better, right? So. The the movies with James Bond's like Casino Royale, the main, the bad guy, the bleeding eye guy. I mean, he was. It was a good he villain. Was a, it was yeah. a nemesis, Excellent yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then you had freaking Skyfall, Javier. Um, those guys are so memorable for many reasons, right? And I feel, unfortunately, 
you know, I love Rami Malik, dude. He's, he's a great actor. Great actor. I feel they just underused him. I think for the longest James Bond movie, why don't I have more scenes with him? To show I think me, the problem know, was that they try to split there's so many stories and they're no, exactly well, they're villains they had christoph waltz they have to explain that and close that off to them right. which into... they could have i think they could have done that a lot earlier in the movie yeah I you agree. know instead of just yeah. like leaving it to longer, halfway yeah that was role. a long burn a row. correct yeah. until they finally so... met like that scene with him when he when you saw him coming out of the glass case like just coming towards you it was freaking right. crazy i was like yo that that's scary shit but that could have been something that happened <laughs> they could have earlier been on in the movie. In the, yeah. right in the beginning, honestly. That could have been earlier in the movie. And yeah. then they, it's like, okay, well, why why did this guy I die? Think, they didn't even have to show Rami Malik in that, uh, like, giving her the perfume. It, he right. just could have died. Exactly. But doesn't that make him stronger, like, in the long term when you think about it? Like, he, he won out of all these people. He All these people had henchmen. All these people had you know, a long strain of people that were behind the major mastermind, but who's the one that ended up killing him? Bond yeah, killed himself. You know what no, I'm saying? Well, well, he, well, yeah, but that's right. But see, Bond but himself, then, but he ended up being the catalyst to him wanting to, to just die. Death. That's what I'm but, trying to say. But yeah. I just, what it's I, more poetic. But one of my manipics, again, going back to the Remy character, was just that he his story is more connected with James Bond's girlfriend Madeline, and yep. not James Bond. I mm -hmm. rather would have, uh, you know how Christopher Waltz had like, Oh, I'm the reason this is all happening to you. I'm, your said, I'm, I'm his said, brother. That's my brother. I'm, uh, well, That's what they were. Yeah, that was yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, right. More right. connected well, that I, way. Yeah. I wanted something more like that when it goes back to James Bond's past. Someone that's going to really know how to gain James Bond to have this guy, which his story was more about Madeline. And I guess, oh, you're gonna come after me, then I'm gonna kill you. That that's kind of how I, I saw his character. You follow me? Remy, he was a really scary looking guy. Yeah. With his face and everything. I mean, he was a psycho, psycho looking, right? Mm -hmm. What about if with some rewrites, they would have had this guy, the psycho looking guy, uh, kidnap Madeline's baby, right? Grab her, you know, as obviously as a as, as part of a plot. To lure out James Bond. Because remember, James Bond and Madeline were separated for how many years? Five. It's been like five five years. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, Avengers. Five years later. Five yeah, years that was later. the joke. Right. So he obviously has nothing to do with that, blah, blah, blah. So Madeline comes out to James Bond seeking, like, you know, for begging for help. Mm -hmm. And that's how he finds out there's a baby involved. Obviously, you know, James Bond, he's going to step up. He, you know, he's, he's a great, he's a good guy, right? He goes after Rami because of the kidnapping. But then later on, why he uh, he does this whole kidnapping thing, it's nothing to do with the baby. It's about James Bond being connected to this guy because in his past, he probably killed his parents. It's one of his missions that he does all the time. You yeah. know, just something like that. I, bring him back instead, to past. Instead to of Madeline's up. father being the one Damn. that killed everybody, it. it could have been James Bond. Like, James That's Bond, it. you were the one He's like in training so many back people. in like 007 when you were first right. training. You killed my entire family. And yeah. now I'm coming after yours. Then yeah. that's a that's a story of revenge, super personal, mentally, super personal. and then the emotional part of it. And yeah. he's and he's a psycho. He kidnaps a girl. Yep. That's that's kind of how I saw how it should have been. To be honest, that would have worked and better. You yeah. And you would have more more Rami, but you know whatever. They had the Rami. They had the other character. I think part of it though, unfortunately, is not 
necessarily the Remy part. It's like we were saying, like when you think about um, Daniel Craig and how he was already kind of checked out before Spectre, right. like that was really supposed to be his last movie when you really yeah. think about it. Like yeah, yeah. this, this film was not supposed to happen. No. But then because of like people being so upset about it and, and how it ended, they really felt like it should have been another route. And then I think even Daniel Craig himself kind of felt that, that need to the character to sort of finish it up. So I felt like if Spectre would have been tied up in this last movie, right? then you would have had more time to tell Remy's story in this final one. And they didn't, because they didn't do that, now right. you have this 30 to Two 45 minutes of trying yeah. to explain what wrapping up the last movie to then moving into the stakes of what's happening right now. I think adding on out what Omar was saying, though, you can also do it with a couple of rewrites. You can say Rami's family, he had the mother, the father, maybe a brother, sister, let's just say a, a whole family, right? Yeah. Let's just say at one point, Spectre comes after his family when he was younger, right? Mm-hmm. In that whole mess, 007s or all the 00 agents, they also come to try to fight Spectre. In the middle of that gunfire, you have Spectre that kills his family, but he remembers of a, a visual of not only Spectre, but James Bond being there. Like James Bond was there and maybe like shot his brother by mistake or shot his sister by mistake, whatever. Then right. you have a motivation of both Spectre. This is why I'm going after Spectre. And this is why I'm going after James Bond. And now these two stories come together. And this is why I'm not only going after Spectre and killing them because they killed my family, but James Bond was there as a 007 and he killed my family too. So now I'm just fucking going after everybody or a revenge story for both. And that's how you connect the two. To me, like, I feel like the way they told the story, it made sense. The way right. they started it to end, it made sense. But Correct. it just could have been, been told things. stronger. Yeah, I, exactly. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So that's where we're at with that. How many gun barrels do you guys give James Bond No Time to Die? I'm I'm going to go with, uh, with a solid, like, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten gun barrels yes. for No Time to Die. Omar, what do you give it? Uh, 7.5. Ooh, that's low. Yeah. I mean, it's good, though. I mean, overall, it's still 7. Seven's good. Okay, uh, that's, so that's, that's, that's low, though. That's, that's low. That's low, yeah. So in the beginning, when I asked you if you like so Skyfall like or this one better. Halloween better than you liked it. Yeah, you like Halloween better. Hey, hey, hey. Than this. Wow. I mean, motherfucker. <laughs> wow, bro. Okay. Seven and a half. Um, I'm definitely giving it a, a solid eight and a half out of out of ten gun barrels. Now, Omar, before we go, as far because I wanted to touch on this earlier, right. what have you heard as far as rumors for the franchise going back? Because at the end of this film, if you stay past the credits, it does say yep. James Bond will return. What what's happening? What have you heard in the rumor mirror? No, it's just that, like you said, they're they're gonna cast a new James Bond, and most likely is gonna be uh, a minority James Bond or a woman. Uh, so I, his I, name I think, is gonna be James Bond. It probably be Jane Bond, but I, honestly, I Jane think it's Bond. gonna be a I think it's gonna be a, a man. I don't think they're they're doing that yet, like Alex said or you you said. 
So okay, definitely said, said it definitely said James uh, Bond will return. So, so are they mentioning no, the character or the movie? Gonna, like James Bond will return. Yeah, James Bond, uh, a reboot. We're getting a, a reboot in a couple of years. So it's not going to have anything to do with Madeline Swan or the the daughter or nothing like that. Nah, nothing, okay, is, wait, that's done. Okay. That's done. That's done. So complete reboot. It'll be a whole, a whole new, new double. O, it'll be a whole new double O. Exactly. Now going forward with the James Bond franchise is going to be a lot different than before with Amazon owning the rights to it. You might get a lot of spin-offs show. and shows on Amazon yeah. with the Anna, Anna Armas and whoever. You might get those and the next James Bond it's probably going to premiere on Amazon Prime as well. So I honestly we might not see an actual James Bond movie like the way we expect like, like Casino Royale for a long time. Because right but now, Amazon's, Amazon Amazon's production is fucking amazing. I will. No, no, I'm that. not saying I'm yeah. not saying they're gonna go low budget. I'm just saying that you're gonna watch those awesome movies probably in your house if you want. To. Yeah, and and that's you fine, know, that, you know, that's or fine. or make a series out of it, you know, because then you, make a series, then you have yeah. more time. Even if it's like six episodes, it doesn't have to be a whole ten or eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six like strong, solid episodes where you can tell more deeper story, like what we're talking about, where. You can fill those gaps and not have to worry about if something lingers into the next season. Yep. It makes sense, you know, yeah. instead of it just. Yeah, I don't like think there's ever been a 007 minutes. show, like a James Bond show. No. So, I mean, that, that would, would be, be a cool. There'll be movies. There we go. That was our James Bond review. And uh, hope you guys liked it, enjoyed it. Of course, if you are listening to us on Spotify, I don't know if you have noticed, but there's a Q&A section there. We always ask questions. So, of course, we want to know what your feedback was on the movie do you agree with the movie do you uh like Rami malik do you like uh omar's face when he talks about him uh just let us know in the in the con- wow. <laughs> the q a omar's face but yeah we love we love the movie uh sevens to, to nine gun barrels so go out and watch it for sure 100 uh daniel anything craig. you guys want to finish off with daniel craig i love you so much man you're oh. a fucking poppy bro you're you're my bond, man, for life. Literally my bond until the end of days. And uh, there'll be never a greater bond than you. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Omar? Well, I'm, I'm going to say, um, Daniel Craig, you are an amazing James Bond. Put the music on! <laughs> Ahora! Oh, you're an amazing James Bond. You were there for me in my darkness days. And now... It's time to die, motherfucker. <laughs> Trick or treat, motherfucker. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, man. It's, it was awesome. Thank you. It was a great franchise. Love you. Love you, puppy. 15 years, bro. I love you. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Happy Halloween, motherfucker.